This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So today, like last week, I am still joined in studio with my guest host, Ron Ham. How are you, Ronnie? I am delightful. How are you? Now, you're a realtor, aren't you, Ron? That is the rumor. Okay. And then we also have Steve on the line. How are you, Steve? I'm doing well, Bob. Thank you. How are you? You know, I lost your little thing here. Steve and... I forgot where you're from. New always oh, in Ohio. He's in Cleveland. Yep. Now, did I ever yep. tell you I fell through the ice in Lake Erie in Cleveland, Steve? Did I tell you that story? No, you didn't. Let me uh-uh. tell you. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, we always start with the headlines of the day. Steve, you know about the headlines of the day, don't you? Absolutely. Let's... Here we go. Here we go. You have to have a drum roll for the headlines of the day. Congress. Have you heard about this Congress thing? Congress wants student debt to be forgiven. Have you heard that, Ronnie? I've heard it. On an unrelated note, 59 members of Congress have student debt. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Oh, boy. I think they have... uh, I I think they have drinking problems in Congress. Yeah. You think? Yeah, hence the debt. Yeah. You know, I stopped drinking, so now I don't have the I was drinking excuse. All I have is the I'm loud and annoying. Yeah, and I was thinking excuse. That was the <laughs> yeah, now I have the I, I am I was thinking. thinking. Yes, yeah, I, was thinking. I was thinking involved in that oh, one. Oh, boy. So, Stephen, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Now, usually when people call in, he made the mistake of calling me when I was on the way to the podcast. That's how this crap happens. For yeah. those of you who would like to be a victim, I mean volunteer <laughs> for the podcast, all you have to do is accidentally call me when I'm driving on my way to the station here. Yep. So you have questions. What are they, Stephen? Yes, sir. Well, I'll, I'll start. Uh, I, had, I just got back from an appointment this morning, oh, good. and I've had this happen a few times. Um, it was a FISBO, so I, I'm in the FISBO presentation, just starting out, and I'm face losing to face. eye contact. Face-to-face. He's not looking at me. He's checking his phone. I had one where a guy um, you know, was looking at his car. He was working on his car. In the living room? At the kitchen table? Rebuilding the water pump right there? He said, can we move this out to the garage? Because he was, I don't know, his router was out there or something. But uh, Yeah, here's the answer to that. You say, I'm looking for the word no. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) No. How do I say no? So uh, it's like when the seller says, uh, would you hold my house open? You say, uh, no. no. <laughs> but thank you for asking. So anyway, so, uh, well, here's the deal. When, uh, when you are on an appointment, you set that appointment by saying words similar to this. So I'm going to refresh your memory in case you forgot. You said, uh, okay. uh, if I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and not one other agent on planet Earth has it, and I already know you know they don't have it. That's why you're a FISBO. 
and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house, and they would be happy that they did, and you would end up netting tens of thousands of dollars extra after all the expenses are paid, more than you could get any other way, with or without an agent, would that help your cause? Or are you allergic to money? So they said, no, I'm not allergic to money, and that's how you book the appointment. So when you go there okay. and they're not paying attention, it's because they forgot who you are. You sold mm-hmm. them on the product that only you can provide. They've seen so many agents that you're just another one by the time you show up. So you have to right. remind them why we're here. So I say, I, it looks like you're not paying attention, so I'm, I want to uh, – so always call them on it. Here's, here's a little rule of thumb. The elephant in the room, always attack it, okay? So sometimes you'll be okay. talking to the couple, married couple, let's say. The female is paying attention because they're not rude generally. And then the, the husband is looking off to the side, like not looking at the wall, not paying attention. And I would say, hey, I'd bang on the table and say, hey, what are you doing? And he'd look at me and go, what's going on? i go, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. Let me remind you why I'm here. And now the, the wife is looking at me going, Bob is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to slap him up the side of the head like that 10 hundred times. So uh, is that going to get me kicked out of the house? It wouldn't matter because if the guy's not paying attention, there is no commission at the end of that rainbow, I promise yeah. you. You got nothing to lose. So mm-hmm. just just get – and every once in a while, it'll uh, wake him up and he'll say, oh, I'm sorry, and and then start paying attention. But you remind them about the reason we met. I told you on the phone – that I have an amazing strategy, and I do. And then you repeat the uh, product, in essence, and then mm-hmm. you said you said you were interested in that. So you need to pay attention because no other agent knows how to do it. I do know how to do it. I'm going to explain how I do it. You said you weren't allergic to money. Now all of a sudden you're not paying attention. So what's the deal? Are you all of a sudden allergic to money between yesterday and when I got here today? And call them on it. Okay. Yeah. Floyd Wickman, you know, my my mentor in life or in real estate, told me never talk to inattention. Always get their attention. Okay. So So that's the last question you ask on the phone booking the appointment, correct? Well, other than, you know, how many bedrooms your house has and all that stuff and reconfirming the appointment. So when you, when they say yeah. yes, no, I'm not allergic to money, then I'd say, can I explain exactly step by step how I do that magic trick? Yes, Bob, you can. Okay. So uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to meet. And I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you guys have nine to five jobs? Yes, we do. Okay. I've got 7 p.m. available on Wednesday or would the following Tuesday be better? So I book the appointment. Then I'm going to ask them all the things about their house. I'm going to ask them the million-dollar question to find out how much they think their house is worth. I'm going to ask them, trick them into telling me how much um, they owe. I'm going to reconfirm the appointment. I'm going to make sure that all the sellers are there, You know, anybody who could be a decision maker and not a seller, the old lady – who's the widow, 
her new boyfriend that lives down the street. I want him there. Anybody that's an influencer of, of them, the know-it-all son-in-law, anybody, they got to be there. And then, uh, and then you've got a, and then you've got the, uh, the ingredients of a real gettable listing appointment. So those are, um, I use an acronym. Have you ever heard of this acronym, Ronnie? Uh, disclose it. Write this down. B, first letter B, below that write the letter I, below that write the letter T, below that write the letter C, below that write the letter H. I don't know why that's easier to remember than in other things, but B stands for both home. All the decision makers are there. The I stands for I have to sell. People, there's two types of people, people who have to sell and people who don't have to sell. The difference is the people who don't have to sell aren't going to sell. You wouldn't move unless you had to because it is not fun. Moving is torture. So people have to have a reason, not if I I would sell my house if. If you hear the if word, they aren't sellers. Uh, The T stands for tricked them into two-hour listing appointment. If you say, hey, I need two hours, they're going to you know, put up the cross and the garlic and there's no way they'll hang up on you. So you say, um, you know, so I'll see you at uh, 7 p.m. And by the way, I'm in the people business and I wouldn't want to r- – I've got an appointment before yours and I wouldn't want to rush them just like I wouldn't want to rush you. Can you just plan on me being there somewhere between 7 and 8 and if they say, oh, no, at 8 o'clock we have a thing, then I'd say, oh, well, we'll have to pick a different day then. Pick a different day. Uh, and that doesn't happen so much at the 7 p.m. appointment as it does in the 2.30 in the afternoon appointment. People have things during the day, so I can't have the, the one of them rushing out to pick the kids up from soccer or something like that. So two-hour appointment. What are we on? What letter are we on now? C-M-A, information gathered over the phone. So I need all the information about their house. If it's an expired listing and I have the listing in front of me, I'm going to still ask all those questions because it makes me sound like a professional, like their other agent obviously wasn't or it wouldn't be expired. And then uh, the H stands for I know how much they think their house is worth and I know how much they owe uh, by asking the million-dollar question. So I just say – so I – the way I do it when I schedule appointments is I have two columns of questions that I'm going to ask them to find out. You know, So I say I book the appointment and then I say, great, I'll see you on Thursday night. I got a little homework I need to do about your house before I show up. Um, how many bedrooms does your house have? How many bathrooms? Does your, so I have a column of questions I'm going to ask them. At the end of column one is the million-dollar question. At the end of column two is the I'm tricking them into telling me how much they owe. So at the end of column one, I'll say, you know, they're in the, they're used to answering questions about their house. It makes me sound like I care, and of course I do. And then I say, uh, if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly, uh, what price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your house? And then, of course, they will say, well, I, I don't really know. And I'd say, well, if you did know, what would the answer be? And they'd go $257,914.15 because <laughs> they know. <laughs> then I ask the other set of questions and then I, I say, you know, I could look this up. 
but you probably know, uh, do you own your house free and clear or do you have a loan on it? Oh, no, we have a loan on it. Well, I could probably look, I can look this up, but you probably know roughly how much do you owe. So if they think you can look it up, they'll tell you how much they owe. Then they say how much they owe. And I write that down. I round it up to the nearest thousand. And then I say, are there any other loans, home equity loans, lines of credit, anything else that would have to be paid off in any way? Then I've got everything I need. Then I reconfirm the appointment. I say, when I show up, um, uh, are you, are you, I say, are you married? And they say, yes. I say, what's your wife's name? They say, you know, Sally. Uh, when you move, is Sally moving with you? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to hand you a big check at closing. Are you going to split that check with Sally? Yes, I am. She's going to get the 90% half, right? You get the 10% half like in my marriage. That's the way that works. Okay. So I, I absolutely, Sally must be there. You must be there. Is anybody else an owner in, in your house or moving with you? Uh, so like the mom that lives with them, that's fine. She would. I would want everybody there that's an influencer. And then uh, so when I show up, I'll be there right on time. I expect you to have this in your calendar. And when I show up, both of you must be here. If you're not, I'm not. We're going to have to reschedule, but I don't want to do this because the reason we're meeting is the tens of thousands of extra dollars that you can't get with any other agent. So that's what we're going to talk about only unless you have something else you'd rather talk about when I meet with you, do you? And they never do. Say, okay, I'll look forward to seeing you then. And then I'm never going to call to confirm that appointment because if I do, they're more, much more likely to cancel. And uh, that's it. So I'm just going to show up. Okay. So what was your experience, Steve? Um, husband and wife. This, this is where I drink yeah, coffee, husband. by the way. This is the part of the show where I drink coffee because – Thank you, Ronnie, for asking a question. What uh, kind of coffee do we do? We, do we? Oh, there's the tip. Delicious. Ah. Okay, now you can talk. Uh, this morning it was a husband and wife, and just like you said, Bob, the wife was giving me the attention, and the husband, who I booked the appointment with, just distracted. You know, there's a whole minute, 60 seconds where – he was looking at the floor and um, checking his phone. His phone would ring, uh, and it was just, you know, I wanted, you know, to stop. And, and I, I guess I should have, but mm -hmm. I didn't. Did you get the so listing? I just, I just barreled through it. I did not, no. So at the, at the end of the four questions, uh, mm -hmm. you knew you weren't going to get the listing. Isn't that true? Yeah. Okay. Did you, did you take the tour of the house? Yes. Don't do that ever again. Yeah. Once you know you're not going to get the listing, and the reason you're not is because you can't help them, and the reason you can't help them is because they can't pull their head out of their phone long enough to pay attention, um, then it, there's no reason to go look at a house you're never going to sell. So what would you say to them if you know? And the re one of the reasons I know in one of those questions uh, in the listing presentation, I asked the number one result you would want guaranteed result from this business relationship and they said they needed 215 for their house and fair market value was 175 
And so mm-hmm. I, I knew at that point, kind of solidified it, that that wasn't going to happen. So how would you professionally just say, I'm not going to continue and thank you for your time? Well, where is it that they're not moving to? They already have a house. All their stuff in the same neighborhood, just on a different street. So when they don't sell this one, what's going to happen to this one? I think they're just going to continue paying for two homes. Well, you can't think that. You have to ask them that. Mm-hmm. So that's the moral of that okay. story. You've, you've got to be better about asking the questions. So one thing about me is I'm extremely curious. I will ask all the questions mm-hmm. all about everything, like like how did they end up buying that other house in the same neighborhood? Because it's very unusual that one person would own two houses in the same neighborhood. Well, how'd that happen? I don't know. So I would know. Okay. Did they say they were move? So they're not living in that other house. Who is? Is it vacant? The house that, yes, all their stuff has just moved out. They're cleaning it, and and their all their stuff that they own is in the house now that they're. So you're sitting in a largely vacant house. Correct. It's furnished though. Uh, No, besides like a kitchen table. So, so you were sitting at a kitchen table and there's no other furniture Correct. in the whole house? Correct. Well, if they don't sell this house, if you can't sell this house for whatever reason, and I'm not saying you can't, but if you if you mm-hmm. can't, who will be living here? Because it's not going to sit empty. Yeah, you want to write that down. They... they I think they didn't need the money from the house they're selling to buy the one. They in, did they inherit the other one? Nah, I don't know. Well, you got to get way more curious. Yeah, yeah. All of that's very interesting to me. Is it because it's weird? Yeah. Anytime, anytime it's weird, go there. So you know, <laughs> it's really weird that you would own a house in the same neighborhood. How in the world did that happen? Did you buy that? Because most people, when they buy a different house and they move, it's not in the same neighborhood. Right. So I would I would get to the bottom of that. You can also watch okay. old episodes of Columbo. Yeah. Which would be helpful. Peter Falk. <laughs> Peter yeah. Falk. Yeah. Just one more question. Didn't he end up murdering? Oh, no, that was uh, no, no, Beretta. That, yeah, that's Beretta. <laughs> Beretta. That's the bird guy. Beretta, who was hunting down murderers, <laughs> ends up murdering his own girlfriend. Yes. That's He's still ironic. looking for the guy that did that. Yeah. Okay. Can't find that guy. That's the one guy he can't find, the one that OJ murdered are his both own out there together. girlfriend. Yeah. Can't find her to save my no. life. I don't know how that works. That's irony. Um, yeah, so be super curious because okay. in, in that curiosity lies the fact that they can actually sell their house for less than they owe because they inherited that other house in the same neighborhood and they could borrow money on that house to pay off the loan on the one they're in. You never know. Mm-hmm. But you won't find okay. it out if you don't ask. So that's a, that, And the reason people are not curious, uh, how long have you been a realtor, Stephen? Uh, since 2019. Okay, so you're kind of new. Yeah, he got duped. How many? <laughs> how many? How many? He's living in Cleveland. Yeah, well, I know he thinks he has a friend that got him into it, but that's not a friend. <laughs> he was down in the flats, right? Yeah. He, on the way yeah. to the appointment. No, you got to try this for a living. Drinking in the flats. I love right. it. Yeah. So, so the uh, 
how many fearless agent listing presentations have you been on? Um, I've been on four. Okay. Well, you're so you're not you're not nervous then, really. But I think usually when people don't ask enough questions, is because they were nervous and they feel uh, don't mm-hmm. don't don't feel like you're being nosy. Okay. You know, if somebody says, "Hey, that's none of your business," I would say, "You're right. That is none of my business." But you know what is my business? When, when yeah. you're moving, that yeah. is my business. So let's yeah. talk about that. And I'd skip to that. But the, but the four questions, when you're asking that. Um, why you're moving is just a curious question. But. Yeah. So I'd just be curious. What other questions do you have, Steve? Um, you were mentioning the, the questions to ask over the phone. You had two columns. Um, one column is about the house. Mm-hmm. The other column, what were some of the questions? In Both the other columns, columns are about the house. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I am, you know, I'm computerized. Did you know that, Ronnie? I literally have a computer right in front of me. I'm going to look up the questions because I forgot. But what I did is I created a um, uh, a little um, cheat sheet. So when I am prospecting, uh, let me look here. You know, nothing's we're icing the crowd. Isn't this boring? Have you yeah. noticed how boring this is? This part where I look stuff up yeah, on my I'm computer. Com- I'm computerized. What, literally. Ooh. Oh, really? Bob's got a computer at his age? How could Thank that you possibly happen? the dial happen? tone right after oh, I'm my goodness. Okay, so I called it the prospect info sheet. So at the top, so when I'm booking the appointment, uh, I just reach over. I got a stack of these. I pull it over and I start filling out stuff. So it says the client name, the address, the tax ID number, uh, the phone number, the client. At the top, even though I might not be asking these questions, it says, where are you moving? When? Why? Have you purchased yet? Are you putting, have you, excuse me, put money down? Do you have a deposit that you're going to lose? Do you need the proceeds from this house to buy that one? Have you been out looking at other homes yet? Realtor there yet? You know, that kind of stuff. Do these shoes make me look fat? That's right. That's a good one. <laughs> no, the fat makes you no, look fat. No, it's the fat. That's the yeah. So then I've got the appointment, when that's going to be, and then the source, like are they a FISBO call, a referral, or whatever, you know. And then on uh, it says bedrooms, baths, pool, spa, fireplace, kitchen features, parking, cooling, fence, and then seller's price opinion, which is where the million-dollar question goes. And then on column two, it says patio, family room, construction, roof, laundry location, room additions, single level, multi-level, builder, association fee, and then the how much do you owe. So I've got first loan, second loan, and then uh, sprinklers, front, back, copper plumbing, all that stuff. So, you know, I mean, like pool in some towns, nobody has a pool. That's the short version. That's the short version. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's making fun of me. He's not <laughs> laughing at me. He's making fun of me. It's entirely different. <laughs> we're going back to your dating life after this. And so. we're back. Okay, okay. So be careful. Don't tease the bear. <laughs> don't, be careful. Don't poke the bear. I got Ramon here. There's two against one. That's right. I think Ramon's on my side. Yeah, Ramon's Irish. Jeez, so oh, I'm dead. So that's that's how that's done. Okay. Now, uh, are you from Cleveland originally? Yes. Yeah. So I go out there for Christmas time. My in-laws mm. lived in Avon Lake. Are you familiar with that? I am, yeah. My father-in-law ran the hospital in Lorraine. 
And uh, so it's Christmas time. I'm heading back to Phoenix the next day. And I said, you know, I haven't been down to see the lake. So I, I, you know, Lake Erie is like an ocean. So if you grow up in, in Arizona, it's like the ocean. <laughs> you know, they have a museum, that museum of all the people that have, you know, have you ever gone to the Vermilion Boat Club? Yeah, Bob no. got there and looked at it and said, man, that is eerie. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so I parked the car. We walked like a quarter of a mile down to the thing, and they have this like a jetty or something, like a pier, like rock outcropping that goes out. So I get out of the end of that. My wife and my sister-in-law and my other sister-in-law are following me. And uh, I start sliding on black ice at the end of that thing. I go, whoop, off the edge, crash through the ice up to, like, my armpits, and it is sucking the life out of me. Like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Then I'm scratching with my fingernails to get back up. They're laughing at me. They're going, what? He's always fooling around. I'm going, okay, I'm still alive. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was crazy. Then I I have to walk back to the car a quarter of a mile. Get back in the car. I smell like dead fish. I mean, it was it was literally hell. When Bob discovered that black ice matters, it was like an episode. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See what he did there? I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right, Steve. What other questions do you have? Okay. By the way, if any of the stupid stuff we talk about on this podcast makes sense to you, and you happen to be earning less than you wish you were, and you are open to the idea of having help, um, so. You can call me anytime to learn more about Fearless Agent Coaching at 480-385-8810. That's my cell phone, and we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, if it would be a good fit, like it is for Stephen. And uh, I love talking to realtors, so don't think you're bothering me. Uh, I'm very good about picking up the phone, aren't I, Stephen? Yes, you are. In fact, I picked it up on the way here, and that's how been, you that has up. not been my experience. But I'm, that's, just <laughs> I'm screening my calls for Ron. Who? Ron. Hello. Hello. Is this on? I got a bad connection. Yeah. Click. Bueller. So, uh, if you can't afford coaching, but you wish you could, please visit fearlessagent.com. Watch our free webinar, forty-five minutes. Take lots of notes, and then go to the video training page. And my guarantee is those free videos would be better coaching than you would pay any other coach in America any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me. So, uh, so again, go to fearlessagent.com. That was the shameless plug. Did you know that we did a shameless plug? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, you didn't let me hit the old uh, I music know. there. We have the plug music. We'll save it for next yeah, week. Better so, Stephen, what other questions do you have? Um, if at the end of, let's say, the physical presentation, I don't get a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. It's something like well, you, you must either well, get a maybe. yes or a no. You can't get a. Okay. You can't get a. Well, I have to think about it, or we want to try it a little bit longer. So you, you have only to get be, those on the dating apps. That's, that's different. The, that's different. That's a whole yeah, different. That's, like, different. that's right. That, like if I when I was on a dating app, that she would always say, "Even if you could, I wouldn't." <laughs> <laughs> the clothes did not work. Yeah. Oh. So, um, uh, did I ever tell you how I got married? The clothes I used on my wife. No. Did I ever tell you that? No. My wife, we were sitting. I got other plans for you. That's I, what said, said. Uh, I said, I would like to have a date with you. And she says the words that no man wants to hear. She goes, I think I'd like to just be friends. And I said, well, I have enough friends to build a barn in a day. How about a date? <laughs> so that's, she regrets it now, but still. Yeah, that's what yeah but it worked. Yeah. Then we ran from the cops. We ran from the cops at 110 miles an hour on our third date, 
and then again on our ninth date. And Ronnie knows my wife. She has extremely low standards. No. She's, uh, she's got high standards. She just lowered them. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's different. Temporarily yeah. lowered them. Okay. All right. What other questions do you have, Stephen? Um, if they – so you ask, you're booking an appointment on the phone, asking all those questions to get the information like you said. The million-dollar question, you get them to say that. Now, afterwards – I do the CMA, and the fair market value I come up with is far off. Yeah, this hardly ever happens. <laughs> Did that just happen to you? Yeah. What was the what was their answer to the million dollar question? Two nineteen. Okay, and what you did your CMA, and what was the price? One seventy five. Okay. So normally, in that situation, it's very common. Uh, when I'm on a coaching call with somebody and I say, uh, we're talking about the deal, they're already under contract. And I'll say, you know, they're under contract at uh, one one ninety. And then I'll say, by the way, you wrote this down. What was their answer to the million-dollar question? And they said 219 So they said they thought a buyer would pay 219 but they've agreed to sell it for 190 So what does that tell you? They're full of crap is yeah. what that tells you. Right. So these, if I'm on a coaching call with a, with a uh, guy like you, Stephen, and I ask mm-hmm. you, what do you think fair market value is? That's the price at which you would get one showing a day, no more, no less. And you say 175 let's say. And then the, I ask you, what was the seller's answer to the million-dollar question? And they had said 185 then it's a pretty good bet that fair market value is one sixty five. <laughs> That's been my experience. So always, people are not objective. If people were objective when they're guessing at what their house is worth, that would mean fifty percent of the time they would be too low, and fifty percent of the time they would be too high. But it kind of turns out that it's about ninety nine percent of the time that's too too high. So there is no pretense of objectivity. But the seller's voice is in your head. So when you have the seller's voice in your head at, and they said 219 and you do your CMA and you think fair market value is 175, they probably have swayed you up. Mm-hmm. So really probably 165 would be more likely to be correct. So the moral of that story is they're screwed. It reminds me of that right. joke of your kid borrowing money from you. 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 50 That's bucks? How I found what are you, out crazy? My dad was cheap. <laughs> I found out my dad was cheap t- when I said, hey, Dad, bucks. can I borrow 50 bucks? And he goes, 20 bucks? What are you going to do with 10 bucks? I'm not giving you five bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's Very cheap. Yeah. What other questions do you have, Stephen? Um, you know, I think that's it for now, Bob. Well, here's the deal. Stephen, yeah. can people <clears throat> refer business to you in the greater Cleveland Metroplex? Yes, please. Yeah. So Cleveland is lovely, by the way. And you are are you in Newberry Township? I am. Are you an right, East Side right. guy or a West Side guy? You know, I grew up on the West Side, and then I moved to the East Side because my wife was from there. Yeah. And it's two totally different worlds. So I'm an East Side guy now. Have you ever eaten at the Cabin Club? No. I love that place. I would uh, take your wife out to dinner at the Cabin Club. I recommend. Okay. It. Mm-hmm. West Side. Uh, it's yeah. 
And then, uh, so they can call Stephen Cathcart at 440. That sounds like a medical device at a hospital, That's doesn't right. it? The cath- <laughs> Bring out the Cathcart stat. Burn him. Burn him. Clear. <laughs> okay, they can call you at 440-570-6636, toll free, day or night. And, Ronnie, give out your phone number. In the off chance that some crazy person. No, wait a minute. Now, last week you were here and we talked about your dating app. Yes. Read one more on the dating app. Oh, dear God. We're going to do one more. Steve, do you want to stay on the call for this? Yeah. No, Steve wants to hear. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. It's Hinge. Yeah. This is the dating app. Come anytime you want. Just, you know, the important thing is my health. Now, this is a woman. Okay. Yes. She's Imagine my relief. Profile. This is her profile. Yeah, it's good to have goals. We're going to see if her Start marketing skills might be good in real estate. Okay, so what she wants. Uh-oh. Okay, brace yourself. I want someone who puts effort into a relationship. You are out. Roddy, yeah. this is not the woman for you. <laughs> we're off to a bad start. Well, no, come on. We're this off is to the bad. We haven't even met yet, and we're off to a yeah. bad start. Horrible. Horrible. Um, I have... Two truths and a lie. I love this. Oh, I like this. You you get to pick which thing is a lie. I'm going to pick. I'm going to be the picker. I have had more than five concussions. Mm. (laughs) So she played a lot of football. She drinks a lot. Um, (laughs) She's a day drinker. I've been skydiving four times. That's how you get the concussions. (laughs) No, that won't be. See, one of those is a lie because you only went skydiving four times, but she's had five concussions. Yes. So one of those is. And I was a college athlete. That sounds plausible. That's the one that's true because it's boring. Yeah. And the and I'm going to yeah. go and with the, the skydiving. Sky no. No, I think that's real. Because you think that's real? Yeah, because of You should see her picture. The number I would go four. with no on that. No, it's the number 4. No, we don't want to see her skydiving. If she'd have said I'd been skydiving, that could be a lie, but if she said four yeah. times If I skydived, I'd take out a village. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, Everything yeah. within three miles even would be sucked the, into the, the hole. Sh- if the shoot, <laughs> even if the chute opens, it's still not going to be good. It's still bad. It's still bad. No shoot can withstand that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Steve, which do you think was a lie? The lie, I think, is the skydiving. Oh, really? Oh, no, that's the one I thought was true. So, you think the five concussions is right? What was the yeah. first? What was the very first thing she said? Oh, dear God. The very first thing. <laughs> Someone who puts effort into the relationship, yeah, okay, but I wasn't now, listening. Now I know the concussions I wasn't is listening. True. No one would say that. No one start. would say that on a dating app unless they've had five concussions. Yes. So that was yes. Now, if you okay. can find a woman who puts effort into getting concussions, that's yes. a keeper. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to know how she likes to get concussions. So here's the next one. Let me just oh, read this. All right. this the key Let's to see. my heart is <laughs> animals. Oh, well, that's good. Hardyard animals. Have to love them. I mean, really. It's okay love to them. love your pets. Just don't, Just don't love, love your pets. <laughs> I have, and then she puts, I have literal scars from some rescues. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm the man for her because I definitely no. need to be rescued. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. And lifting you, yeah. that would scar you. <laughs> that would, she'd be scarred emotionally. Emotional scars. Oh, that's awesome. Way. Okay, Ronnie, what's your phone number? Now that now that we know chicks dig you, yes. <laughs> if you want to hook up with Ronnie. So all this could be yours. Yeah, and more. 
Stephen, thank you for being on the call. I feel like call. you should get Ginju knives after That's I right, say you that should. Number. So once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us next week if there's anybody left after yeah, this. If, if I'm invited back, I'll Oh, be please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do. I'm begging now after that horrible <laughs> episode. everything that's Give pure and f- good. For the love of God, give us a five-star review of this podcast. Until next week, I promise you Ronnie will not be here. And we're back. That's it. So have fun. Do what we always do. Be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Thanks, gang.